Here's all my fuck-ups. I'm gonna pile them all up. Welcome to the Savage Voice. This is Amy. I'm Vivi. And it is our last Savage Talk for the year. So we are gonna talk about forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a good time of year to think about that. So we're you know, we're wrapping up 2022 and I think the thing that I found is I like to move before I move into the next phase, the next year of my life mm-hmm. is to really think about forgiveness and gratitude and those two things and more so forgiveness for myself. Okay. And, and, you know, and there will probably be forgiveness to others and that forgiveness doesn't look like you have to go and tell somebody something all right it's what i'm talking about is more internal forgiveness Mm -hmm. all right so let's talk about that a little more you said right before we started recording you wanted to talk about it because you think it's a good time of year and that specifically this time of year seems to bring up a lot of things for people where they feel like they cannot do what they wanted, they haven't accomplished what they wanted, they're feeling guilty about things, that sort of stuff. So we're wrapping it around all those feelings? All those feelings, all those feelings, and whether that's all to yourself, Mm -hmm. or you you couldn't do them for somebody else, or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive in a little bit. I'm gonna say I feel like this is almost equally hard to do for other people and yourself depending on what it is it is because either way you feel hurt which means you're protecting yourself forgiveness feels like it's letting it go to an extent right but for some people i think they confuse forgiveness with almost like giving having given the person permission to have hurt them or whatever so that which is not what we're talking about no so What is forgiveness to me? Forgiveness is acknowledgement of the the situation, the thing that has happened, and the acknowledgement that it is in the past and that you cannot go back and change it, Mm -hmm. and the release of the emotions tied to it. Mm -hmm. It is not an omission of right or wrong, it is not saying that it was okay. What it's saying is, you know what? I am no longer going to hold this in my spirit and allow it to not allow me to move forward. Okay. So how the hell do you do that? <laughs> That's. I mean, there are people who work on this for their whole life. Whole life, yeah. Are we... Thinking, you there know, are people still holding on to things to people for from people who are gone from here, right? Right. And you're never going to be able to go back and to them and say anything, right? right? So what what is that doing for you? Well, it do, I mean, it does it does sit with you and weigh on you. I think it informs a lot of what else you end up doing. I do <laughs> think it also informs how willing you are to figure of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So many of these inputs are connected. And this is why I always say, you know, when something comes up for you, you need to figure out what it's linked to. Mm -hmm. Because 
nine times out of 10, it is not linked to that specific thing the way you think it is. Mm-hmm. What is linked to is what happened 10 years ago with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you're still holding on to that. And therefore, it keeps coming up in your life over and over again. Mm-hmm. Do we want to keep that linkage? Because that linkage keeps pulling. Well, and I think sometimes we're talking about outside people and things in the past that you're giving them more power than they deserve at that point. If you are hanging on to it so hard that it's affecting your ability to move forward now, not only have they done whatever it is that they did, they are continuing Continuing to to hold you back. Yes. And even if it's yourself. Right. right? Well, yeah. Even if it's yourself, if you failed at the thing 10 years ago and you continue to ruminate on that and say, I'm, I'm a failure because I failed at the thing 10 years ago, then you're self fulfilling that prophecy that you're going to continue to fail at new things because you have coined yourself a failure for the thing that happened 10 years ago. Well, we, we talk about this a lot in this space. We call it giving yourself grace, grace a lot because it's more, it's a little bit more immediate. So it is, you know, I see ladies all the time. They don't, they don't get something right away, something new that they're learning how to do. And they immediately start to beat themselves up. Like give yourself a little grace. Like you just started. And I think that starts to spiral into bigger and bigger things. If you're somebody who immediately jumps on yourself, right. And starts to store all those things away as here's all my fuck ups, going to pile them all up. And that's what you start to build around. And I think also it's, why do you do that? Right. Right. Where, where did it begin that you started thinking that manner? And I can tell you immediately, you know, my, my relationship with failure began at a young age from being told that that's what I was. Right. And that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a little asshole. So my goal was to prove all of that wrong. Mm -hmm. And guess what? You might think that that's a good thing, but it has driven me to things in a manner that probably should have been done better because I was fueled by something pushing me in a direction and not seeing everything that I needed to see. If you're trying to prove somebody else wrong, then everything's coming from this external and I'm, point. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not really trying to prove somebody else wrong. I'm trying to prove myself right. Got it. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. So I was trying to prove, because there's a lot of somebodies. Right. So I'm trying to prove that I am not. What they said. What they said. Okay. And in doing that, you know, it it did great things for me, right? It, you know, it took me 20 years to get my college degree, but I got my bachelor's and I got my MBA and I graduated summa cum laude. So I did a lot of great things because of that fuel, Mm -hmm. but it also drives me to, to, to push myself to illness. Mm -hmm. It drives me to, you know, 
try to make everything work that sometimes you should just let go of. So it's at, at a point I had to forgive myself for allowing that voice to stick with me for so long. And this is recent. Mm-hmm. And I and every now and again, I have to pop back in and say, hey, Bev, you know what? We said it, we were okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, we're not failures. You know what? Some things are learning experiences and you just move a different way. So just be okay with it and forgive yourself for staying in it too long. Mm-hmm. And let's just move on. So specifically, you wanted to talk about it around the holidays because there are so many expectations that are built up around this time of year. Well, it's really easy to beat yourself up about. things, Right. I do want to talk about the holidays. And here's here's the thing, because there's so many expectations of us to to host the thing, to do, to see family that maybe we don't want to see, to give gifts that maybe we can't afford to give, to do things that inside our hearts we know is not the thing that is good for us or that we want to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, can we give ourselves some grace and forgive ourselves for not being in the space to be able to do the thing that we think that we need to do. Well, there's, I feel like there's a lot of shoulds wrapped up in this time of year Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of comparison, right? And it's worse now than, than ever because of social media and the pictures and expectations that are completely unrealistic. So you're building that around it too. I should have my house look this certain way. My kids should be in matching outfits. I should be happy to see my family. I should love what's happening now and be excited. Like there's a lot of that. And anytime you don't fit into that or you walk away from it, if you're not comfortable with it yet, you're going to have to look at that and possibly forgive yourself for being upset that you didn't hit that mark or not hitting that mark there's um, so much wrapped up in that i i ask you to take a step back instead of forgiving yourself for looking at the thing i want you to forgive yourself for whatever came about that makes you think that you should compare yourself with the thing okay so this isn't so i am i am asking you to go into 2023 to stop doing surface level work so mm-hmm. that first you know, forgive yourself for looking at the thing as surface level work. Forgive yourself for whatever the fuck is making you look and compare yourself to the thing. So it's really looking at like, why, why do I care whether or not my house looks like this picture? Right. Why does it bother me that that's not what I'm living in right now? And then that's not my reality. Right. Okay. And address that mm-hmm. because that is where the problem stems, not the fact that you're looking at the thing. Right. You can it. enjoy all that shit yeah. all you want, but it's whether or not you're beating yourself up over yeah. that not being your reality. Yeah. And if that is the reality that you truly want, because I want you to let's change those shoulds to mm-hmm. I want. So and the want okay. at the end should be only the things that you truly care about. 
Okay, so this is setting priorities as yeah. well. All right. Yeah. So I want my house to look like that mm-hmm. because this. Right. You know, I want my house to look like that. And I will tell you, I'm, I love decorating. So I want my house to look like that because Christmas brings me joy. And I love the expression on my family's face when they come and see everything decorated. Mm-hmm. And that makes me happy. Right. Absolutely good reason to do it. Yeah, then. absolutely. I want my house to look like that because the Joneses down the street forever have 50 million lights on their house. And my and and my house looks dim. <laughs> Not a good reason. No. So, you know, tell tell yourself what you want and why you want it mm-hmm. and see if it is some a valid enough reason to work towards that thing. Okay. And if it's not, fuck it. Leave it up. Right. <laughs> let it go and let yourself breathe and put energy into something that really motivates and drives you and brings you joy. If it doesn't bring you joy... Don't do it. There's so many things this time of year. It's almost like you can line them all up and there's a lot of expectations. So it's a little bit easier to see and name those. Yep. Going into the next year, I feel like those get a little different, right? Because they're, they're very personal at that point. Right. So it's almost like this is a good place to practice finding that you know (laughs) because there's a lot of them laid out and you could kind of pick them off yes so it's like going just put them on targets for the range (laughs) and just like throw darts at it or if you like to shoot you know just shoot at it and practice hitting the targets that you want to hit but i think it's a good space to because there's so much going on to practice being in your power Mm -hmm. And to practice being your authentic self. And and sometimes, you know what? When you get the pushback, just say, you know what? I understand. And I forgive you for wanting me to do that. Mm -hmm. And I forgive myself for not being able to. Yeah. Yeah. And And just walk away and let them look confused. They will. They will look confused. But So this is more about choosing not to do things and forgiving yourself. I also wanted to talk about... Forgiving yourself for fuck ups, essentially, you know, because everybody fucks up. Everybody does something and realizes it wasn't a good idea or they didn't handle it well or whatever it is. Yeah. How do you go about working on forgiving yourself for that? One, fuck ups are going to happen. Right. And acknowledgement of the fuck up is the first step, right? Mm -hmm. You got to say, okay, you know what? This didn't go well. And, you know, it didn't go well because of these things. And and I and I accept these things. But I know that, you know, whatever this situation is, this does this does not and you have to start to believe that your fuck ups does not create you as a person. And I think a lot of people connect the fuck ups with who they are as a person. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we make choices and the choices that we make are learning Mm -hmm. opportunities. And, 
as we go through the world and experience life, we're going, we're going to learn mm -hmm. good, bad, or indifferent. And if we take the learning out of it and start to apply it into our lives and say, okay, you know what? I fucked this up, but here's things that I can take with me mm -hmm. and grow as a person. And I know that moving forward, I won't put myself back into this situation. And now I am a better person because I've went through that experience. Mm -hmm. I can now release the things that didn't go well because mm -hmm. I now brought these good things with me out of that situation to make me someone who is a better person at the end of that. And, and it, took me a lot of years to to think about that in that manner because you know when you are groomed to not fail and success is the only option fucking shit up is is a hard pill to swallow and and sometimes it's not your fuck up but you still you take it on as yours yeah you're like okay you know what this I was responsible for this thing and, you know, it didn't go well. So therefore I'm, I'm a terrible person. I don't have the skills to do this thing. That makes me a terrible person. No, it doesn't make you a terrible person. It just said that, you know, maybe this wasn't suited for you or, you know what, next time, if you're going to do this, you need to think of another path to work a little differently in it. And and that's something that I had to really figure out is like, do I really want to do this? If I want to do this, how do I work differently in it? I've done a lot of things that aren't like my thing. Sales. Sales is not what I figured call to as my thing. And I had to learn to work differently because somehow or another, I ended up in a lot of jobs that I had to sell shit. I mean, uh, you, you were a realtor. I was. <laughs> and I was rookie of the year. Yeah, and that is that's pretty much just sales. <laughs> it's it's just sales. <laughs> but you know what? It's education. So that's how I sold. I am an educator. I can help people understand things in a way that makes sense to them. Mm -hmm. And that is how I sold. I had a shit ton of first time home buyers. Why? Because I was good at explaining to them how to buy a house. So I had to find my thing that made me able to work in that space. But the first like few months, I, I was miserable. Mm -hmm. And I was, I thought, I, you know, I felt like I was failing. And I'm like, I can't, I can't like live in that. Mm -hmm. I think my biggest thing that I had coming looking back is it's not not doing the things because I've, I've done like a ton of stuff. I always feel like I cut myself short in the thing. Okay. My superpower a lot of times is bailing before I fail. Well, that's safer. It is safer, uh, right? A lot of people do that. And then when I went back to evaluate myself, it still felt like failure. Right. Well, because you're not actually fooling yourself. You know exactly what you did. Yeah. And I had to forgive myself for not 
seeing things through and not really putting my energy into it all the way and bailing out before I can figure out whether or not it was going to be good or bad. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was hard. It was, it was, it was hard. I think when I went down the road of the studio, I, I finally said, I am not going to do that. I'm going to be all in Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do the thing. And then I found out that wasn't, that was still hard. (laughs) Like that was, that was like, there was so many spots as a new business owner, someone who owned an actual like brick and mortar. It's different, like real estate or things that you don't have a brick and mortar thing. Yeah. It still, it. it changes, it changes it completely. And then to have, other people work for you and to be responsible for other people, that's a whole different level of guilt and responsibility. And it has been a really hard lesson Mm -hmm. of, of how I feel about myself in conjunction with the things that I do. Well, I think that can go back to so many things though, because Part of forgiveness is understanding you did the best you could with the information you had at the time, right? Or with the knowledge and skills you had at the time. Yes. And recognizing that that is what you did. Yeah. And like you said, using that and moving forward. But sometimes you just didn't know or you didn't have the information or the experience or whatever it is you needed to make a different choice. And now you're sitting here looking back and going, well, why didn't I do this this way? Right. It's because you weren't now. (laughs) You you were then. And then you didn't have that information. So I know we, a lot of us look back further and go, why did I do it that way? Yeah. Hindsight is 2020. And you can't look back with the experience that you have at a different point in time in, in life. I had to... I had to learn that when I looked back at my childhood and I had to forgive my parents. They did the best they could with what they had and the skills they had at the time. Right. That's all they could do. And I I maneuvered through it with what I had. Right. And what I could muster at the time. And everybody didn't do great, but that's who we were then. Yeah. And we have to let that go. And I can't look back and say, well, if they would have just did that, they didn't know how to do that. You know, they didn't know. And, and unless you go out and get the skill sets, you're still going to be in that space. And that's why I say you got to take the learning from the situations that you've gone through. Cause if you don't take the learnings and change your behaviors in that, guess you stay, you stay in that space. And that's where you create these reoccurring cycles. Forgiveness is a component of understanding the scenario that happened, accepting everybody's situation in it and saying, you know what? I've learned from it and I need I can move on from it. And sometimes it takes a little longer to do it. Mm -hmm. And you have to go and like some of it has tentacles in so many spaces. But yeah, hindsight is 2020. 
And being able to look back on something and saying, hey, you know, I should have did that. But did you know how to do that? And instead of saying I should have did that, say, hey, you know what? I know now that if if I do this, that this will be better. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think we're going to leave that there and just say give yourself some grace and forgive yourself as you're moving forward that we also hope things went well because this is a really tough time of year for a lot of people it is. It is. Uh, and that that's okay too yep it's okay to not be okay yeah it's okay to not be okay and there is strength in that mm-hmm. acknowledge your feelings i think so many times especially as women we're told that we can't be weak we can't be emotional we can't you know need help it's okay to need all of those things it's okay to not host something because you just don't have it in you mm-hmm. it's okay that you can't you know do all the things that you want to do it is okay it is also okay to say hey can you help me Mm -hmm. i would love to host but i need help Mm -hmm. and don't do like me and then kick everybody out the kitchen that's not good that's not help (laughs) they weren't help either but (laughs) no i take that back (laughs) They were trying. (laughs) You know, the control freak in me just took over. But don't kick them out. Let them help. But I think we think we have to do it all of ourselves. And it gets overwhelming. And then we spiral into a space that we don't want to go. But give yourself grace. And when we say grace, that's have patience with yourself. Mm -hmm. Make room that you're going to make mistakes. And... You know, in that, forgive yourself and forgive it. Forgive the dumbass that is not going to be able to acknowledge this because there will be a dumbass. Yeah. So setting the expectations correctly that there will be a dumbass that you want to punch in the face. It's okay. So you know who that person is in your life. Oh, Um, yeah. Everybody's already expecting it. Yeah. So, (laughs) so just, just be okay. And if you if you're not okay, reach out for help. Yeah, definitely, please. This is a time that a lot of people need it. Yeah, and you absolutely should do that. 